Hey folks, it's your boy Michael here from the Little Metal Dog Show and PAX Unplugged is done. The first event in Philadelphia, apparently according to a lot of people, has been um, quite the success and I am inclined to agree with it. Now I know I had these grand plans of wandering the show floor and talking to people and interviewing them and saying, hey, what do you think about the show? How's it going for you and all that good stuff? But we were slammed at our booth, um, always busy, always showing off the games, always talking to people about the stuff that we had with Untold and uh, Blank, um, which was awesome and fantastic. And we had so many people just playing the games and, and checking them out, which was awesome. Uh, so yeah, that kind of course put a, a, a minor dink in the plans of uh, media coverage from the show, but hey, that's that's fine, so be it, it's, it's not a problem at all, uh, because I would sooner be busy and things be good with the games that we are currently working with, which, that's exactly what happened, awesome. So, quick speedy report on the actual event itself, uh, the Friday was not crazy, crazy busy for people, but there was lots of like attentive folks there, the three-day pass people who were, you know, walking around the show floor, checking out all of the new releases and, you know, checking out what was available. Uh, Saturday was slammed, way, way busier, uh, double the traffic easily of the Friday. And then, of course, Sunday spiked down a little bit more again as uh, it was definitely a noticeable tracking of fewer people as the day went on and post till like 3 3.30ish um, the, the numbers dwindled to not like you know zero people but you know it was, it was definitely a noticeable drop in the amount of people you know folks going home to get back to work before the uh, Thanksgiving period here in the States so uh, that gave us time sort of like to, to quickly run around say hi to folks you know pick up a few things here and there uh, so, yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. Um, highlights for me included uh, well, we had together studios, uh, the folks who are making a game called Ilmat from uh, the Decemberists, a band who I love and adore, and uh, got to speak and, and hang out a little bit with uh, Chris from the band, which was like, wow, that is really cool. Your music is awesome. I didn't realise, of course, that he was actually in the band until after I'd like extolled the merits of like a few of their songs, the ones that I really, really loved. And he just went, oh, "Well, I'm actually the guitarist in the band." To which I went, "I'm so sorry. I don't often know what people look like." Uh, to which he then responded, "Well, it's fine because everything you said was lovely, and that was great." So we sort of like we're, we're chatting on and off throughout the show. So that was quite cool. Um, also, uh, randomly bumped into Patrick Rothfuss with like ten minutes left on the show floor on the Sunday. That was quite nice. Um, but the main thing that was exciting for me was meeting all of the people who I've been speaking to over email and stuff over the last few weeks, you know, trying to get review copies in people's hands of, of uh, Untold and Blank, and that was quite nice, because a lot of these people I hadn't properly met before, uh, so like Mandy from Dice Tower, uh, a whole bunch of like other folks on the Dice Tower network, it was very, very nice indeed. Uh, highlight extravaganza was Friday Night Karaoke of Doom, held in the random basement of the New Harmony Chinatown restaurant, um, organised by the ever-wonderful and lovable Matt Fantastic, um, which I inexplicably ended up hosting. I have no idea how that happened, but I don't know, I guess I'm the only one who can work the computer uh, when it comes to YouTube karaoke extravaganzas. 
Good times were had by all, many songs were sung, and then when the police were called to come and get us all out of there at, say, oh, quarter to two, well, we knew that we'd outstayed our welcome. But hey, that's what conventions are about. They're about making the stories, making the, the events that tell the stories. It was uh, quite the shenanigans. As you can tell, my voice is somewhat shot now as well, so a couple of days of rest would be uh, well appreciated. But no, we have to fly back out to uh, Belfast in a few hours' time from Philadelphia. Uh, but I will have another update for you tomorrow, probably about our exciting journey on the aeroplane and vaguely attempting to play some games. For now, though, thanks for listening, and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey folks, it's super early in the morning. Um, I'm currently on my way to Dublin Airport from Belfast. The first journey of an epic journey across the seas to go over to the glorious, hopefully, inaugural PAX Unplugged convention. Uh, so yeah, it's just gone six in the morning. It is pitch, pitch black outside here in the countryside in the middle of Ireland. Actually, Northern Ireland going into the Republic of Ireland. Um, the radio on the coach is playing wonderfully loud pop music, so you're probably going to pick up some of that. Uh, apparently, oh, it's uh, Tina Turner at the moment, so that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, PAX Unplugged, it's the first time they've ever done it. Now, I've done PAXs before. They are generally a video games related experience, so they're generally pretty heavily skewed towards like the electronic gaming extravaganza but this is the first one they've ever done where it is 100% tabletop hence the name, you know, PAX Unplugged um, and honestly I have no idea how it is going to go down previous experience of something like PAX East has been, you know it, a lot of people will come and check out stuff but not necessarily buy your games or stop to actually play them. You know, they'll pass by with like a cursory interest. There are, of course, a whole bunch of folks who will appear and just sort of like they're there specifically just to play the tabletop stuff or just to play RPGs or card games or whatever. But with the focus entirely on board games and card games here at this show, obviously that's going to change. Now, one of the big things, of course, is that this is the exact same weekend as BGG.com. Now, for me, uh, I've been to BGG for the last couple of years. Uh, my first was 2015, I went last year as well. And now, I see my sort of like Twitter timeline is, is exploding with loads and loads of people going to attend BGG uh, because they do it every year. You know, it's a regular occurrence for them. And I've got to admit, I am a bit gutted that I am missing out on the BGG experience because I love BGG. It's like the end of the season party, essentially. You know, it's, it's a very small convention. There's only like three and a half odd thousand people there. So very small. Three and a half thousand is not a small amount of people, but you know, it's small for a what is deemed a major games convention. A major event. But the, yeah, the fact that uh, PAX Unplugged fell on exactly the same weekend is a, okay, annoying's the wrong word. It makes me sound like a real freaking entitled and privileged asshole, but 
you know, I, I, I'm kind of gutted I can't do both. I would have loved to have done BGG one week and then uh, PAX Unplugged the next, or vice versa, but, you know, Thanksgiving in the States gets in the way of that. However, I am excited about hitting up PAX Unplugged. I am excited about, you know, seeing what we can get up to there, seeing what I can do as part of my day job there, you know, getting our games into the hands of reviewers who are attending, into the hands of as many players as possible. And frankly, with, you know, if you just look at the maths of it, like, you know, 20 odd thousand people attending PAX Unplugged versus 3,000 people attending uh, BGG, it just makes sense that we should be at an event like PAX Unplugged, which, in all honesty, is probably going to have a more mainstream crowd, comparatively mainstream crowd anyway, uh, compared to something like Gen Con or Origins or Essen. Uh, because, yeah, it's going to be, I'm going to say, folks who are not exactly, oh, the only games we have in our collection are Monopoly and Scrabble, but they might be like, you know, folks who are just getting into gaming. Of course, there's going to be a bunch of hardcore gamers there. There always, always will be. But I think this is going to be uh, a bit more of a, yeah, more of a sort of like a, a a, a, yeah, a mainstream show sounds sounds like I'm causing it disparaging or something like that, but it's going to be interesting regardless. There'll be plenty of updates from the show floor, of course, so do keep an eye out. Listen out on the Anchor app and uh, keep an eye out on my Twitter, at Idle for more notes when things will appear. Uh, but for now, onwards to Dublin. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. What's up, dear hearts? It's Michael here from the Little Metal Log Show, and I am sat in the middle of uh, what is basically an aircraft hangar in Philadelphia. Yes, I am a PAX Unplugged, and everybody is surrounding me with the, the hustle and bustle of setup day. Um, so yeah, from where I'm sitting, I can see literally hundreds and hundreds of people sort of working on their booths, getting things set up, getting things organized, drivers fleeing around on like forklift trucks and stuff, getting product to where it needs to be. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of hustle and bustle going on. It is very, very cool indeed. So I've had a chance to to walk the halls an awful lot to uh, to, to see what it's, uh, what's going on. And if I'm going to compare it to any kind of show I've been to, um, there are two that I will go for. Number one, uh, for listeners in the States, I'm going to say it's that sort of like Origins kind of size. Uh, for folks in the UK and Europe, I'm going to say it's that UK Games Expo kind of size. So, uh, you know, we're not talking about hundreds and hundreds of different exhibitors here, but we are talking about a good amount. And what's actually really, really impressed me is the amount of companies who have got people here who I was really, really expecting to have gone to BGG. So, you know, we've got Ignasi uh, from Portal Games. Uh, we've got the guys from Greater Than Games, uh, Christopher Bedell and the team, all of whom are lovely, wonderful people. Uh, you know, uh, Greg and his squad from Broken Token. And I know that obviously a lot of these, uh, a lot of these companies have also sent people uh, to BGG as well. You know, they kind of split the party for this weekend because you know you want to maximise the uh, maximise the amount you can pull in. You know, try and maximise as many sales as possible. Uh, but you know, uh, you know th th from the Dice Tower, Tom Vassell is here. You know, Zev is here, um, and it's th there's just so many different 
people that I was not expecting to see and it's really really great it shows that there is an awful lot of you know faith from day one in what PAX Unplugged can hopefully be um, so what I'm going to uh, try and do over the course of the uh, the three days of the show is catch up with a few people chat with them quick speedy interviews about you know the games that they've got the feelings that they're having about the show that kind of thing uh, so yeah do keep an eye out as, uh, as, as, as the weekend progresses and uh, yeah I'll have as many updates as I can timely afford catch up with you soon bye <laughs>